Hello and welcome to the Michael Mamas Show. I'm your host, Michael Mamas, and we're coming to you from Mount Soma, home of the Sri Sameshra Temple in the mountains of Western North Carolina, where right now it's it's cloudy. Uh, I'm sure across the valley, across the way from another mountain, you'd probably look this way and just see that there's a big cloud around uh, Mount Soma. Now it's kind of fun, you know, the clouds make it all very interesting. <laughs> But uh, at any rate, uh, today's uh, podcast is, uh, I think, an important one, you know. Uh, and this is a quote I heard from somewhere. Somebody mentioned it. I think they got it from somewhere else. I don't know. But the world is in a battle for its soul. And I thought that was uh, it's really a con- compelling and, I think, accurate uh, concept. So we'll delve into that uh, today. And uh, oh, but before we get started, um, uh, if you're interested, uh, we could use some some help at Mount Soma, particularly over the summer, but it could extend in deep even perpetuity. But summer and fall is a busy season here, and uh, so if anybody's interested in coming and helping, we could, you know, give them a room in the student union, free room and board, and a stipend, you know. And there's all sorts of positions that you could uh, pick from, uh, uh, helping in the kitchen or helping outside cut grass and like that, or handyman type stuff, or helping in the administrative office. Uh, at any rate, if you're interested, you can go to mountsoma.org, click on uh, contact, and uh, uh, let us hear from you, and then we'll get back to you. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> Back to the world's in a battle for its soul. You know, if you, if you look back at even ancient history, uh, the world always seems to be composed of and run by, you know, you could even say, generally speaking, manipulators and those that are being manipulated. I mean, even think about it. Alexander the Great, all these guys were going there and giving their lives to conquer all the way into India. I mean, why? You know, um, really, I think it, it, there was no need for that. If, if the people wanted to have a happy, healthy life. Uh, but it's it, in a sense, it's a form of manipulation, but it goes on and on. You know, I, I often cite the example of uh, uh, the Russian Revolution and how that was really just bankers wanting to make money by taking over the economy of Russia, and to do that, they had to kick out the czar, so they, you know, manipulate all the people and convince them everything's terrible. Then that uh, quote of Lenin, by the way, who, what did he say? The worst, something to the effect, the worse things are, the better they are. Meaning that the more chaos you can inflict into a country or a society, the more upheaval it creates, and the easier it is then to overthrow it and impose upon it your own uh, form of government and everything else. And uh, if you just take a step back and, you know, a lot of people like on in the news are saying, you know, it just doesn't make sense. Like what they're doing at the border and just letting everybody pour in unchecked. It doesn't matter. They could have terrorists, the fentanyl thing pouring in. It doesn't make any sense, you know, and uh, so many things that are going on. You know, they talk about uh, global warming and climate control. And so the idea is that, uh, well, 
no fossil fuels. First of all, the country, the world can't survive without fossil fuels. That's propelling everything. And solar power and wind power are just light years away uh, from any kind of technology that could replace fossil fuels right now. But in the name of replacing fossil fuels, why would they want to do it? Well, the claim is that it causes pollution. But then instead of producing a cleaner source of energy from fossil fuels in this country, we're exporting it to, uh, you know, uh, Russia or other parts of the world where they produce oil and that in a much more polluted way. Uh, and Scotty, you'll, you've attested to the idea that, you know, how long ago, 20, 30 years ago in LA, that pollution, pollution was horrible. Oh, we're still, terrible. We're still using fossil fuels, but the difference is that they've cleaned up the engines and things in the, in the automobiles and they're not dumping that much pollution anymore. <laughs> Bruce, uh, oh, sorry to use the name, but when he came to go to school out in in L.A. from Chicago, mm -hmm. he got there, and two weeks later, he realized that, that there was a mountain right behind the school. Wow. That's how yeah. much pollution there was. <laughs> yeah, I remember flying into L.A. once, and it's, it's it was staggering. I mean, it's like this big cloud that you can hardly see through while you're when you're coming in for a landing yeah. and it's pollution it's not a cloud you know yeah yeah but all that's all that's better but at any rate to this day i mean i think people that are worried about pollution just spend a week in uh manila or mumbai or all yeah. sorts of different cities throughout i mean you you go out for an afternoon and you can have a brand new white shirt on and when you get back home you're, the color is black. It's lined with black just, just from the pollution. Yeah. And that's just one afternoon, you know. So it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to uh, import our fossil fuels from Saudi Arabia or wherever because we want no pollution from fossil fuels. I mean. Well, I, I think also, Michael, it's it's like the the trajectory that they were trying to take to go from fossil fuels to something it, it was a hockey stick versus being you know you know a, a, something that yeah. made more sense to transition once yeah, you know, like even, the, the technology even, whatever else you know. even so it needs to be a new technology that we don't right. have right now that's windmills I mean. and yeah. yeah that's never going to do it it's never going to do it even i mean one of an infinite number of examples really but airplanes, you're never going to have a solar power uh, 747, you know, not with the current technology. Yeah. At any rate, <clears throat> you see, the other side of the argument is so compelling. Oh, the, the world's going to end in 12 years from pollution and, and uh, so many things that a rationale is created around it, a justification is created around it. Like, you know, why should there be borders? You know, it's just an arbitrary line in the sand, you know. Uh, but, of course, without borders, there's no sovereignty. There's no nothing, you know. It's chaos. Uh, <clears throat> the, the COVID virus. Scott, I sent you that uh, video of the Senate hearing that committee. Right. Did you see that? No, I didn't get to see that. I've been right. driving. Well, take a, take a look at it, and then I'd like you to post it as a comment to this blog. I couldn't figure out how to do it. I'm sure you can. 
Sure. But, but uh, it's like, is this for real? You know, and I, I, I have no reason to think it's not, but still, when you listen to it, it's like, can this be for real? There's a woman testifying. And I mean, is she a rabid liar or something? I don't think so. <clears throat> of course, you see what happened with January 6th and that woman that was testifying there and all the contradictions to the things she was claiming. But at any rate, regarding this COVID virus, she was saying that they were testing the vaccine for the virus. And the traditional way to do it is they test it on animals before they give it to people. And that in and of itself is a whole other topic. But the point was that it was killing all the animals. And so what they did was they discontinued the test and just released it, not only to be used on humans in general, but even to be used on children. Wow. Take, take a look at that, Scotty. And yeah. when, when Scotty posts it, if anybody looks at it and if, if they see a flaw in that or anything, please post a comment. But I can't find a flaw in it. I don't know. You know, but the thing is, there's so much like that. Even the whole thing with ivermectin, and they convinced everybody it was a horse medication. But if you really know the World Health Organization, CDC, they lauded it as one of the greatest discoveries in medical history right up there with penicillin for yeah. humans, you know, and so many things like that. And so there's clearly a level of corruption going on. And so much of what we're being told is just flat out not the truth. And it makes you wonder, you know, what in the world could the motivation be? For, for example, for letting all that fentanyl pour in and kill off people. And I mean, and there was a even THC, uh, marijuana. Back in the 70s or whatever, I guess the marijuana had was like 10% THC, 20% maybe. Now, at the local stores, you can just go pick it up, 100% THC. It's more like LSD than, than a marijuana cigarette of the 70s. And uh, uh, there was a psychologist that was testifying to the effect it has on the brain and the damage it can do to the brain and how that can even become a permanent damage of creating a state, state of psychosis. And why are they letting that go on? And then the, the quote from, uh, you know, Lenin comes to mind, you know, the worse things are, the better they are. Uh, <clears throat> and then you, what I was saying in a previous podcast about, you know, China, first of all, they don't have enough land to grow enough crops to feed even half their population. So they're dependent on other countries. And, and they go in and they take over the infrastructure of pretty much all of Africa, pretty much with the exception of Brazil, all of South America. And they basically pillage the land, take the resources. They're even saying that, uh, that president of Brazil is saying that a lot of the burning of the rainforest in, in the Amazon is not done by the Brazilian government, but by the Chinese. And the whole thing is just, how can it be? And people can't wrap, wrap their head around, how can this be? And the reason that people can't wrap their head around how it can be is because we can't imagine how anybody, how any group of people could actually be that corrupt. And, and 
And it's really crazy, Scotty. You're following this because it's like because people can't believe how corrupt they are, the corruption is allowed to continue. Yeah. Uh, there was an interview of a woman that lived through Nazi Germany. <clears throat> and she was saying there was like that. The corruption just slowly infiltrated. It wasn't like an on-off switch. And slowly, slowly, you, you kind of put up with it, put up with it, put up with it. And then uh, you're overtaken. Uh, and how did it even happen? You know, kind of a thing. So the other part of it, though, is that I think a lot of the uh, government leaders and stuff, it's, it's not just the, the mass population that is duped into thinking, oh, yeah, we have to, uh, uh, the planet's going to end in 12 years, so the United States has to stop producing oil and we'll buy oil from somewhere else that pollutes even worse. Uh, <clears throat> all these different examples. But the thing is, the, 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 the manipulators are manipulating the front people into actually believing this kind of convoluted logic. And then those front people are the people that we see as our leaders who are so sincere about, oh, we have to do this and we have to do that and open borders. And the whole thing is just crazy. And then the people that are representing it to us, I think a lot of them are sincere. They're just duped. And it's a mass hysteria. Look at Nazi Germany, what happened. Uh, there were a lot of good people that were Nazis and promoting that whole thing. And it's because they got sucked into this mass hysteria. And, and what I'm talking about here then is it's a, it's a quality, it's a it's a aspect of the human psyche that that sort of thing can happen, and it does happen. Um, <clears throat> and we need to wake up to that realization. Can you imagine the, the quality, the phase transition it would be if the mass mentality no longer got tricked or duped or manipulated by um, the manipulators who have a motivation quite contrary to what we think their motivation is. I don't even know if this is true, but they say that, uh, like, for example, Ukraine, the government doesn't run Ukraine. There's a, uh, what do they call it? A, uh, Scotty, it's a, you know, it's a private sector group that overrides the government and is really the one pulling the strings. And so the board of directors or something. Yeah. Well, NP, <laughs> I forget. But anyway, <clears throat> the money that is donated there, a, a high percentage of that is actually taken from these this group before it even gets to the, the country and the weapons, you know. Uh, and just, I haven't had all that much exposure to it, but I've had enough exposure to it to see how even the legal system, the corruption, the manipulation, the, the the way, what's really going on and what is perceived to be. Uh, I have a friend who's an attorney and he even said that, um, he said a, a, a court case is won before it even goes to court. It's determined by the jury selection. And so if you can have a state like, or like for example, Washington DC, you're gonna be hard pressed to find a single Republican to get on a jury and, and 
what was that case recently with that attorney for uh, Hillary, I think it was. But anyway, you know, a significant percentage of the jurors had even donated to Hillary Clinton's campaign. And uh, anyway, <clears throat> the whole thing, we just need to open our eyes, you know, and, and we need to uh, really take a look at what's going on. And like the very idea, they're trying to do away with the idea of uh, mother and father. They're making those bad terms, daughter and son. Uh, you even saw recently people from the uh, education uh, department were saying um, that they're not your children, they're our children. They're our children too. I mean, you can see how, oh, that's beautiful in a way. Yeah, we all can. But in another way, it's it's taking the children away from the parents. And then in the educational system, this whole thing is going on with, uh, oh, what's it called, Scotty? Um, oh, the, the uh, <clears throat> transsexual education. And I understand yeah. in, in schools in, in the fifth graders in Chicago, they're passing out condoms to them and uh, uh, giving them questionnaires. Are they, are they identified with being a boy or a girl or, you know, what? And uh, uh, so you see, you can understand the spirit of the thing that, well, if somebody just is a tr transsexual, you know, they're still God's children and we love them and, you know, and that's all true. But the thing is, it's getting to the point where that's not what it's about anymore. Even though that can be a justification of, well, oh, yeah, we have to, you know, be tolerant of all people or what have you, uh, respect all people, whatever. But uh, <clears throat> what it becomes then is an indoctrination that undermines and just psychologically is messing up a whole generation of kids. Uh, but then again, the, the worse things get, the better they get, the easier it is to take over. There was a, um, I didn't see the whole thing. I just happened to be surfing and I saw the end of it. So if we have any Trekking fans out there, I may not have the story exactly right. But there was a Star Trek, uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, and the, the uh, captain uh, was kidnapped, I guess, by a... Uh, Romulans or something, and uh, they were brainwashing him. And so, you know, they were doing all sorts of different sleep deprivation, this and that. But they, they which always show him, I think it was, I can't remember, two lights. And they'd say, how many lights do you see? And you see, I see two lights. And the whole goal was if they could get him to say that he saw three lights, then they knew they had him. That's that was the that's how they knew he was brainwashed, and uh, so at the end there's this dramatic scene where he was about to give in, and I forget he got saved or something, and he screamed out, "It's dicey two lights or whatever it was," and but the point is, that's a big part of uh, if if you believe this whole thing about the Chinese infiltrating and that whole thing and. They've done it in, again, South America, Africa. They're doing it here. There's plenty of evidence, you know, uh, uh, the whole Hunter Biden computer China connection. Uh, and then these, these ideas of uh, men can get pregnant, you know, for example. 
if they can convince you of those kind of things, then they can convince you that you're seeing three lights. And that's how they take over a nation. And again, I mean, I even hear myself when I say this stuff and it's like, oh, you know, that's too far-fetched and how can anybody be that corrupt? And that's a uh, conspiracy theory, you know, and all that. But if you just look at the facts, look at what's going on, make sense of it. Don't just follow a little, you know, they say, oh, well, Americans are smart. Well, smart is good, you know, meaning that A leads to B leads to C, and then you can follow a logical progression. But those logical progressions become justifications of uh, uh, things that on the surface might look right. Oh, yeah, well, why can't we all be tolerant of each other and loving of each other? And, you know, there's a logical sequence there. But there's a difference between smart, which that's all there is to smart. It's two plus two equals four on steroids, you know. But and there's a difference between smart and wise. Wisdom means looking deeper, feeling into the, your soul, and and coming from that place that's you know one with the source of infinite harmony and coherence. That's a source of all the beauty and and life and this whole planet, this whole universe. And with these narratives that are getting per- perpetuated there with such um, corrupt motivations that it's so corrupt, it's unimaginable. Uh, people are losing touch with their own soul in the name of these causes, these laudable causes. And so the whole world now, it's, it's, in, a, it's in a battle for our very soul, the soul of the earth, what it means to be human, what it means to live in harmony with nature, even that. Oh, yeah, I live in harmony with nature. That's why I walk barefoot and I uh, have a, as minimal of a green footprint as I can. Well, you know, those are both nice, but that's not what it means to live in harmony with nature, you know? But, but it's a rationale, and people get sucked into the rationale. You know, another interesting thing here is with, the, with respect to gun control. This is interesting, that president of Brazil, previous podcast, I didn't mention this, but... Uh, they have a history of, uh, you know, one political group gets into charge and they're uh, anti-gun. So they pass all these strict gun control laws. They do that. And guess what? The murder rate goes up. Then a conservative group gets in and loosens up the gun control so that people can arm themselves. Murder rate goes down. And I guess that's happened at least twice, I think several times in Brazil. And it's also in the United States it's happened. Uh, uh, Chicago is one of the uh, cities that has the strictest gun laws and that's the most murders and that's just one example many cities are like that so see we, we get caught up in an opinion and a perspective without really looking at the reality of the situation without really considering the facts the news ceases to be about factual news and factual truth and becomes more about the pushing of a perspective or an opinion. Even the newscasters may not be aware that the manipulators behind those opinions don't even have those opinions, that they're using that as a way of undermining the country to break it down so they can take it over with their own agenda. I know it's hard to believe, 
It's hard for me to believe. But if you look at the facts, if you just look at the way it is, there's a whole global movement for a new, uh, what do they call it? New social world order. New socialist world order, I think they call it. Scotty, do you know? Yeah. But the, the point is, it's real. And it's going on not just in this country, but globe, not just in South America, not just in Africa, but globally. And, and people need to wake up to it. And if you just look at the facts and gain some insight into what's going on, uh, that's what this world really needs. And that's going to be the way uh, that we'll recoup a healthy soul for the whole planet. Well, that's basically all I have to say. Scotty, anything else? It's funny. Last night we went to see the new Thor movie. And it was about one of the the gods. Um, A guy became... He worshipped the gods and then they let him down. And then this guy got anointed to kill all the gods. That's what he wanted to do because his daughter died. And he was a super dark guy, you know, and he's going to and trying to get to this one thing that would kill all the gods. See the motivation. It's a great, let me stop you right there because that's such a great example. There can be so many different motivations. Like if there's a corrupt political leader, and he doesn't want to go to prison. He'll do anything to perpetuate his corruption uh, and his position just yeah. to stay out of jail. Yeah. That's kind of like this Thor guy. Yeah, well, not- yeah. And th- this guy, you know, he lost his daughter and he thought the gods were going to save him, her. But he found out that that wasn't what yeah, the gods were there for, you know. But yeah. then, then by the end, Thor had shown him that he had a choice um, what he could do with that that wish, you know. And uh, even he ultimately found that that place inside him that had the, made the right choice. Yeah, you know, that's, that's a common theme, isn't it? Like with Darth Vader and Star, Star Wars or, yeah, he finally, you know, went over from the dark side left the dark side and uh the reason those things well first of all it's refreshing oh great everybody's fine but also ultimately everybody gets enlightened all in other words ultimately everybody gravitates back to the oneness from which they were born it's like every seed on a oak tree returns to the, the earth you know and uh that sort of idea i guess and and, and so there's a, a natural reality to the whole thing uh uh and and right now we're in a position you know they say what's that expression it's always darkest before the dawn right well things are pretty dark right now yeah but but we're right around the corner people are waking up the world is waking up and it's going to be a golden age you know and i know it's hard people hear it and they but then they look at all the horrible stuff going on and they oh they get overwhelmed and oh, life is so hard and even in our own personal lives, there's all this conflict and everything's a mess, you know. Uh, but it's going to turn around, you know. That I'm sure of. All right. Anything else, Scotty, before we go? No. Well, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening.